Live from the MacGyver Project Studios in sunny, warm Wisconsin, it's Nick with the Olympic Legends Podcast. Today with episode three, it's the podcast's first foray into the Winter Olympics. Uh, my guest today is Jim Sedin, uh, the youngest member of the U.S. Olympic hockey team in Oslo 1952. Uh, the tournament in that Olympics was nine countries in a round robin, uh, so the U.S. played eight games and the winners were based on record with a tiebreaker of goal differential. Uh, there was no playoff. Um, going into the last game against group leader Canada, the U.S. Uh, record was 6-1 and one with their one loss coming against Sweden. If they would have lost to Canada, the record would have been 6-2 and two, and they would have gotten fourth place and lost out to Sweden and Czechoslovakia on goal difference since those countries also finished 6-2. and two. But trailing 3-2 to two to Canada, Jim scored a goal with two minutes and nine seconds left in the game to tie it up, and that goal gave the U.S. the silver medal uh, since they now finished 6-1-1. and That's a pretty awesome story. Um, and then Sweden and Czechoslovakia actually tied on goal difference, which is pretty incredible um, for nine games, um, and the or for eight games. Uh, and the Czechs thought they would get the bronze since they beat Sweden straight up, um, but they were forced to actually play a pl- playoff game, and Sweden won, so... A little controversy there, um, but that's another story for another time. Uh, so that's a little background on Jim. Uh, let's give him a call. Hello. Hi, Jim. Yeah, hi. Hey, this is Nick. Hey, how are you tonight? Good. Uh, sorry, I, I was having trouble with my computer when I was talking, talking <laughs> to a guy. Oh, not a problem. Well, yeah, thanks for, thanks for talking to me. I um, just recently started this podcast where I've talked to um, former Olympians, and um, you're the third person I've, I've talked to, and, um, I, um, you're, and you're actually my first winter Olympian, um, and I had just been reading about the 1952 Olympics, and I thought it sounded like an interesting story, so I'm glad to, to get a hold of you. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess, I guess first I wanted to ask about um, your early childhood, and um, you were born in St. Paul, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I lived across the street from a golf course and a, a athletic field, kind of, and so I started skating when I was about five years old, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I was curious what it was like growing up in the in the '30s playing hockey in Minnesota. Like, were there um, like ponds that were around, or were there ice rinks, um, or or could you pretty easily get a game of, of hockey? part of the fall, as soon as it froze, we'd go play on the ponds that were around. Yeah. Then, uh, as soon as it got seriously cold, the playground that was across the street, basically, from my house, uh, they put up a, a rink and flooded it. And so they and they kept that as long as it was cold through the winter, which usually lasted from, you know, late November until middle of March or so. Mm-hmm. And so I could go across the street until I was 11 anyway, and we lived there. And uh, so I skated quite a bit. And then actually I moved when I was 11, but I was still only about five or six blocks away from it. So so it was convenient all the time. So you must have played a lot of hockey then growing up. Yeah, I played every day. Probably. Every day, okay. <laughs> or twice a day. Wow. And, and three times on the weekend or something. Yeah. What position were you? Well, I, when I was in high school, I was a 
to the Olympics? I had just graduated okay. in 1951, mm-hmm. and the Olympics were the fall and winter. Okay. Um, and what was the, the tryout process like for the Olympic team? <laughs> well, it's interesting because it's so different now. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, there were no pros, basically, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they did tryouts in Minneapolis, uh, and in Boston in uh, early December, they put the two groups together in Boston in the middle of December. They picked the team uh, just before Christmas, basically. And then we played uh, We played around the East Coast, uh, the t- and the, the team, uh, some of the semi-pro teams. And, and we actually played the Boston Bruins in an ex- exhibition game. Oh, really? And then uh, we went to Europe, I think, about the middle of January Mm -hmm. and played uh, first in London and then in Paris, and we played in Zurich, and we played, uh, you know, all over Europe, basically, Belgium, Germany, and then finally went up to uh, Norway for the Olympics in, I guess it was the middle, early part of February, maybe. How did you do against the Boston Bruins? Do you remember... Yeah, we, uh, well, they were kind of playing with us, I guess, but uh, <laughs> they, we lost 7-4. to four. Okay. I scored a goal against them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know most of the players on the team, um, like, from, from college or from playing against them? Um, I knew them from various ways. Mm. Uh, uh, you know... And I played with some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of us, let's see, from the Twin Cities, uh, uh, two of us had played from Minnesota at the same time, and another guy had played for Minnesota a couple of years before that. So I knew the Minnesota guys pretty well. I didn't know any of the Eastern guys, really. Well, I did, too. One of them was actually from Minneapolis who played for Dartmouth, so okay. I knew him. But uh, otherwise, I just met those guys when we went to, for the tryouts out there. And I read somewhere that you were the youngest member of the team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was 21. Mm-hmm. Um, so, then you, so, so you get to Norway, and it looks like you play eight games in this giant round-robin of nine teams. Um did you play play every game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks like you had 15 people on the team, so I imagine you all must have gotten a lot of playing time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We had we had uh, four defensemen, uh-huh. two goaltenders, and three lines. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if anybody got hurt, <laughs> we, we actually doubled up, and one of the defensemen would play on the line part of the time. Uh-huh. And was the level of hockey... Um, was it? Uh, I imagine it must have been been the highest that you'd seen, like compared to to college. 
Yeah, it was much better hockey than, yeah. than college hockey. The uh, uh, Russians didn't play until 1956, yeah. so they didn't have a team there. Mm -hmm. But Czechoslovakia and Sweden and uh, Finland had pretty good teams. So it looks like you, uh, just in looking at the results here, um, you won your first, first, uh, or, the, or the first six out of seven games, and you lost to Sweden, and then you're playing Canada in the last game, and if I'm, if I'm, uh, following the table correctly, if you would have lost to Canada, you would have gotten fourth place, is that correct? That's right, we okay. would have gotten a medal. Yeah, because it looks like you would have had the same record as Sweden and Czechoslovakia, but you would have had less goal difference. Um, exactly. But then you scored with two minutes left, right? <laughs> yeah. What was that like? Did you remember the play? That was, that was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I was playing defense, mm -hmm. and I got the puck away at our blue line, and I passed it up to uh, one of the wings, and then I went up to the blue line, and I got it back just inside the blue line. Mm -hmm. Took a couple steps and shot and was in. Yeah. It was great. Exciting. Yeah, do you, do you remember the, the celebration, or did every, everybody must have went, went crazy? Yeah, well, we had a wonderful time. Yeah. Um, that, that, that Canada team, um, I, I read that they had outshot you pretty good in that game. Is that, is that right? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think they were at least 2-1, to one, probably. Okay. We well, had actually two terrific goaltenders. We probably had the best goaltenders really? in the whole tournament, I'd say. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I read that uh, the, the the Canada team was from Edmonton, and, uh, and it was almost like they just picked one, like they didn't have tryouts, they just picked one team that was already playing together. Well, they did that, but they brought in uh, a number of players from really? other Canadian teams. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't strictly one team. Uh-huh. So do you remember the medal ceremony at all, or um, were... Ceremony at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you remember that at all? Yeah, that, well, it was, you know, it was a, a, big, a big operation. And, yeah. and we all we all got up on a stage, I think, as I mm -hmm. recall. And, yeah. and uh, they presented the medals, and it was really, really pretty nice. And where's the silver medal now? Do you ever take it out and look at it? <laughs> well, actually, I've got it on the wall in my office. Really? Okay. And uh, did you have any thoughts of playing pro hockey, or did you try to play pro hockey? Well, I was, uh, I actually had played for St. Paul in a league that was uh, uh, about six teams, Minneapolis, Evelis, mm. uh, but six teams from Minnesota and a couple teams from South Dakota and Iowa, I think it was. And I played for them in 1952. Mm. And then I went to graduate school at Caltech in California in 1953, and I played for uh, San Bernardino in a league that was basically a Pacific Coast, sort of the main uh, coast hockey league had, had collapsed the year before. Mm. And so this was, again, the... Uh, team from San Bernardino was actually from uh, Canada. Um, I can't think of that. Uh, Western Canada. Mm -hmm. And I, I played for that team. 
and the team from Fresno was from Niagara Falls, Ontario, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. And the the team from LA was ex pro team, ex pro players from the league that had folded the year before. And Oakland was again a bunch of college players plus a few players from the, the league that had folded the year before. So it was a good league. Okay. That was kind of the end of of uh, my any yeah. professional type playing where I got paid anything. So I played uh, with all all kinds of different amateur stuff. Um, I went back and taught at the University of Minnesota for a year in '56, '57, and I played in a league in Minnesota again there, mm. and uh, played various places. And then I quit playing when, when I was about 35 because it was still body checking and slap shots, and it was mm. I was only not practicing at all and playing once a, a week or something. Mm. It just got to be too much. And then I started over again when uh, Charles Schultz, the guy that drove peanuts yeah. from St. Paul, actually. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And he started a, a league in uh, <laughs> oh, wow. California, which he called the senior, I've forgotten what he called it. He called it something, that they made him change it. And he changed it to uh, something related to Snoopy, I think. Oh, okay. But he brought in... Uh, teams from all over Canada, actually, in the U.S., age 40 and up. You know, it was like 40 to 45, 45 to 50, and up to... Uh, I, I actually played in that from when I was about 45 until I was probably 65. And then I played in the 60 to 65 team, I think, the last year I played. Hmm. Yeah, I just looked it up. There's something called the um, Snoopy's uh, uh, Snoopy Senior Hockey Tournament. Yeah, that was. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, that had a lot of good players, you know, all the yeah. ex-pro players and everything. Yeah. Came out and that. Um, and what did you study at Caltech? Uh, I got a PhD in electrical engineering. Okay. Um, and then what did you do? Um, uh, what did you end up doing with that? I, I worked for Hughes Aircraft on uh, microwave, uh, actually microwave devices and power tubes for radar systems. And then I went to a startup company in Palo Alto that did the same thing. And then I started a company of my own doing, again, similar stuff and sold that to Varian Associates when I was about 42 or so. And then I was, a a kid that had been working for me in the microwave business had started a a company when when the personal computer stuff started. And he was friends with Jobs and these guys who were at the beginning of the personal computer. And I bought part of the company from him and we ran that up to about a hundred million in sales and eventually sold it to a Japanese company and then I worked for them for a couple of years, and then after that, I, I basically consulted and mm-hmm. uh, worked for, uh, got invested in a number of different startup companies and stuff. Okay. Um, but I'm now uh, a little bit past doing much of anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you do you still follow pro or um, Olympic hockey? Yeah, I watch quite a bit of hockey. Still. Yeah. 
with less players like I see they've been experimenting with the three on three yeah that's probably why they're doing it yeah because it probably makes the game a hell of a lot better to, more fun to watch mm-hmm. yeah um one thing I was I was curious about just in general with hockey like I've um I I don't personally like the the, the fighting that goes on um and it seems to me like I what I've heard in the NHL is that they 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 have it so that they can protect star players and you know there's kind of like, like a code of conduct but it seems to me like in college or in the olympics they don't allow it and it doesn't seem like much of a problem so i was just curious what your your take on that was i think it's absolutely nuts yeah they you know the they have to keep about three guys who are not are kind of shitty hockey players mm-hmm. to hang around so that they can fight yeah, and they could just put three more good players in the game, and and if they just started seriously uh, refereeing and stopping the fights, the whole thing. But I, I gather, unfortunately, there apparently must be a fan base that somehow thinks it's really interesting, and mm-hmm. and it seems to be hard to get rid of it. Yeah, but it, it would be Europe, of course. You couldn't fight at all. You got threw out, thrown out of the game instantly, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what they should be doing. But yeah, was that something that started, um, or was was fighting around when, when you played, or did it start later? Well, there was fighting around in the pros always. Okay. There was no no you know college. Yeah. You couldn't fight. Yeah. At all either. In the Olympics, you couldn't fight. Okay. Um, but. Uh, I mean, it's sort of, I've always thought it was just sad that uh, yeah. it kind of just disrupts the game. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, are there any particular teams that you, you follow or that you like to watch? I still watch San Jose because I lived in the okay. California there for a long time. Mm-hmm. But they're sort of so-so these years. Mm-hmm. How about Minnesota Golden Gophers? Do you still follow them? Not very much, yeah. I, and you know, I look and see what, what how they're doing. And yeah, stuff, but, but I, I still donate money to them. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I donate to the, to the uh, athletic department every year. Yeah. Well, I'm originally from the Philadelphia area, so if I had to pick a team, I'd. I picked the Flyers, but they're they're not doing too well this year. They they got the, the new coach from North Dakota. Um, but it hasn't hasn't really clicked yet. 
Well, thanks a lot for talking to me. I think that's about all the questions I had. So, yeah, it was really interesting um, just talking a little hockey. So I hope you're enjoying your retirement. Um, and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link when I'm uh, I'm I'm done editing this, and I'll, I'll post it, and I'll, I'll send it to you. So, um, but, yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. Oh, that's very nice talking with you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night. Okay, you too. Bye. All right, bye. So thanks to Jim for talking to me. That was really interesting. Uh, pretty impressive that he followed up his Olympics with a PhD in electrical engineering from Caltech. Obviously, he's a really smart guy. Um, as for the whole fighting and hockey discussion, I've never played a game. I can only speak as a spectator and say that I don't watch the NHL because I don't like the fighting. Um, in fact, if I'm watching SportsCenter and I see hockey fighting come on the highlights, I'll turn the channel. Um, it just really bothers me, and I think it sets a bad example to young kids. Uh, it's too bad because I think hockey is an exciting sport that I might enjoy watching otherwise. So hopefully at some point soon things will change and the sport will evolve with the times. Um, so that's the show. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to get in touch with me by email at sweeto37 at gmail.com or on Twitter at Project MacGyver. Um, you can also visit my blog and see my podcast archive at uh, themacgyverproject.blogspot.com. Thanks very much. See you soon.